Praise the Lord. My name is Minister Samuel Tatum, Jr. and welcome to the virtual sanctuary of Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. We anticipate that the Lord is going to move in this service, but we're going to ask you to do a couple of things for us. Listen real close. Click like, click share, and subscribe to GRTDC. And we anticipate that the Lord is going to move in your life. Wherever you are, just lift your hands, praise God, have fun, and let the Lord move. Let him rain down his blessings on you. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. God bless your family. And stay safe.
great things. I tell you to clap your hands all over this place. Everybody say, He has done.
Let's just worship him for a moment because we serve a mighty God. We serve a holy God. And we serve an awesome God. Hallelujah. And he loved on us. He saved us. He delivered us. He's providing for us. I think that's worthy of worship. I think that's worthy of praise. If you could just take a moment and lift your hands to Jesus this morning and just give him worship. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. And I don't know what you come to do, but I come to worship and praise him this morning. Because he didn't have to do it, but he did. Hallelujah. We thank you. We give him glory this morning. It's prayer time. And this is a special time that we can connect with God. We can talk to him. We can pour out our hearts before the living God. 
and his ears are open to the cry of his children. He hears your prayers. So this is a valuable and an important time in our service. Hallelujah. As we prepare our hearts to pray, let us pray for this nation. Let us pray for our president and those that are making decisions that are affecting our lives. Let's pray for our families, our loved ones that are out of the ark of safety that are no, no Jesus in the parting of their sins. Let's pray for them. Pray for the sick. Hallelujah. That the Lord will heal and deliver. Let's pray for our pastor this morning that the Lord will anoint him and use him in a mighty way so that our needs will be met so that we will hear from God this morning. Let's pray for our first lady. Hallelujah. Let us pray for our assistant pastor and his companion and their families that the Lord will continue to bless them and to deliver and to set free. Hallelujah. With these things in our hearts and in our minds. Hallelujah. We want to go before the Lord in prayer. Gracious God and Master, we thank you for this opportunity to come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We thank you for this morning rise and we thank you, Lord God, for last night's slumber. We thank you for your protection. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for what you are doing for us. For, Lord, you are doing great things wherein our souls are glad, oh God. We thank you, Lord, for protection throughout this holiday season. Lord, as we travel to and fro, we thank you for our families, our loved ones. Uh, and it has been set aside by our society as being a time of thanksgiving. We want to give thanks unto you, Lord, and we want to praise you because we don't want to take your your blessings for granted. We don't want to take what you're doing for us as if you owe it to us, but it's by your grace and your mercy that you're bestowing these gifts and these graces on our lives. And we say thank you today. We ask that you would look on, oh God, our pastor this morning, send your anointing, send your blessings, Lord God, anoint him to do what only you can do, oh God. Through him today, let your word come forth with power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. Spirit, oh God, deliver somebody, touch someone, heal somebody, change somebody's situation, turn somebody's situation around. You said all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and that are the called according to his purpose. So Lord, we look for you, Lord, to change and to deliver and to set free. Lord, we ask that you would look on the families of our loved ones that are not saved. Lord God, we ask that you would touch their hearts today. Send forth your word today, even those that are joining us virtually on this morning. Oh God, we ask that you would send your word through the airwaves, oh God, and touch hearts and touch minds, Lord God, and deliver as only you can, Lord God, because your word says the end of your word gives light and the light of your word let it show our way that we Lord God may get what you have for us bless in a mighty way and have your way in the service we yield ourselves and we yield this service into your hands Lord that your power your Shekinah glory will come in our midst and work a wonder we thank you for everything God we love you today we give you praise today and we give you glory today as your people your redeemed 
and uh, those whom you have filled with your spirit and washed with your blood we return a praise to you and we say thank you Lord uh, we praise you now Lord and we Lord God renewing this service into your charge we ask these and all blessings in that precious name Lord Jesus Christ and let everyone say in Jesus name Amen. Come on and clap your hands and give God a praise. Amen. We'd like to draw your attention to our scripture reading for this morning. Amen. Coming from the book of Jonah, the second chapter. And we're going to begin reading at the first verse. Amen. Through the seventh verse in Jesus' name. The water of the Lord reads, then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of hell cried I and thou heardest my voice for thou hadst cast me into the deep in the midst of the seas and the floods come past me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. Yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters come past me about, even to the soul. The depths closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottom of the mountains, the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. May the Lord add a, bless a rich blessing to the reading of his word, and may his word find a resting place in our hearts. In Jesus' name. hands of a man, the service leader in Jesus' name.
Come on, saints. Come on, saints. Come on, saints. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Come on, saints. Give him thanks. Give him praise. He alone is worthy. He's done so much for us. He's done so much for us. He's opened doors. He made so many ways. Come on, saints. Come to your Savior. Come to your Lord, your King, and stand to your feet and worship him. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. Tell yourself, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my strength. A present help in a time of trouble. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord in this place. Give God the glory. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. I come to give him praise. I come to give him thanks. I come to honor him this morning. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, I come to him. He went to Calvary's cross for me. And I come to him. I come to him. He alone. Hallelujah. Has my help. He alone has mercy and grace. He alone. He's going to make a way for you. He's going to make a way for you. What a mighty God we serve. Ah, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Don't you forget what he's done. He's healed all your diseases. Hallelujah. He's forgiven you all your iniquities. He's satisfied your mouth with good things that your youth can be renewed. I'm talking about the God we serve this morning. We come to give him something. We come to give him praise. We come to give him glory for all the many blessings that he's bestowed upon us. We wasn't so worthy, you know. We weren't so good, you know. Hallelujah. He looked down on us and he saw our needs. So that's why we come this morning with an offering. We come to bring him something for all that he's done for us. We come to offer him the sacrifice from our lips. We come to offer him the sacrifice from our soul. He's not looking for burnt offerings anymore. No, he ain't looking for that calf to burn on the altar anymore. He wants you to come and present yourself and offer him a praise. It's offering time in the temple. It's offering time in the temple. It's offering time in this sanctuary. Let God arise and your enemies be scattered. Come before him with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. We come to offer him a sacrifice. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. He's given us victory. He's given us so many things. I wonder what you want to give to him this morning. What do you want to give God this morning? What do you want to give him this morning? I want to know what do you want to give him? Hallelujah. I came with my praise. I came with my worship, and I got my offering in my pocket. I'm coming to give back to him a portion when he has given unto me. He loves a cheerful giver.
that we bring our tithes and offerings. He commands that we bring our tithes and offerings. We come to fulfill the law today. We're not under the law. We came to fulfill the law. Come with your offering this morning. Yes, as you rise to your feet. Hey, with your offering in your hand. Hey, Amen. Go into your pocketbooks. Go into your pockets. Checkbooks. You want to give electronically. Those of you on live stream, Follow the prompt at the bottom of your screen. And the instructions are there for you that you won't miss this golden opportunity to be blessed, to give back to God a portion which he has given unto you. Now we ask that we rise to our feet as we go before the Lord and ask the blessing over the offering. Hallelujah. Everybody stand, those that can and will, in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are so grateful to you this morning. We're excited about what we're about to do because you have made provisions for us in so many ways. And God, as we come to give an offering back unto you, we ask you to bless the offering, God. Bless the giver, oh God. They come to bring the offering that they may give cheerfully, oh God. Bless the whole house, oh Lord Jesus, everyone that's in this temple. Lord, bless a hundredfold, oh God, as only you can, that souls may be saved healed and delivered it is in jesus name that we pray let the church say amen those of you in the temple follow the directions of the usher turn to the wall amen and bring your offering with cheerfulness in your heart god he's a provider he's a way maker amen he opens doors hallelujah thank you jesus i'm excited my god my god can't wait to hear the word this morning. Hallelujah. My God, we always ready in receiving mode, but how about a giving mode? Hallelujah. Let us give. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
level of our service where we will feast on the word of God with manna from on high. Amen. We want to welcome, amen, those who are on live stream to sit tight and listen to the word of God. Open up your Bibles. Amen. We have an anointed man of God, our pastor, Bishop Michael Field, that will bring us the word this morning in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Would you put your hands together? Give the Lord some praise this morning. Oh, come on. Give him glory. He's worthy. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Somebody shout out a praise in the house. Glory. I know for myself that it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Don't know where we would be. I am glad. Glad to be in the house of the Lord. Glad to be in the house and in his presence. Hallelujah. Glad to be among the people of God. Just glad to be here. Just put your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Yes. Don't want to take it for granted because there's so many who did not wake up this morning. So many. Hallelujah. So many who wish they could be here on today, but they were not able to be here. So many who were lost. But because of God's grace and mercy, you are here. Hallelujah. You ought to give him glory for that. No one should have to beg you or push you to give God praise. When I think of his goodness and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Yes. Precious Lord, we thank you. We're so grateful you have brought us here today. It is because of you that we're here. Didn't think we would have made it through this week. You know what your people have been going through. You know the burden. You know every situation and if the devil had his way none of us would be here right now but because of you we're here and we say thank you lord thank you <laughs> thank you jesus we ask that you would send your word send it with power and demonstration of your holy spirit and we'll remember to give your name the glory the honor and the praise in Jesus' name, say it with me, in Jesus' name, 
Amen. The Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 7. Please allow me to develop a thought coming from these passages of Scripture. The Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 7, and familiar portion of Scripture, verses 24 through 30, I'll read in your hearing. Mark chapter 7 verses 24 through 30. And from thence he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into an house and would have no man know it. But he could not be hid for a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Seraphonician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it unto the dogs. And she answered and said unto him, yes, Lord, get the dogs under the table, eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and sanctified in our hearts that we may grow thereby. It is out of the 28th verse that I'd like to develop a thought. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. Want to use briefly as a subject today, whatever is in the loaf is in the crumbs. Whatever is in the loaf is in the crumbs. If you don't understand it now, you will later on. I believe in all of the years that I've been ministering, this particular year, I have preached more about faith than any other year. I would imagine it's because of what's been going on. The pandemic, not only the pandemic, but the political climate, the racial climate, it seems like all of these things are happening at the same time. Almost as if to say the enemy has thrown everything, including the kitchen sink at us. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. But this year in particularly, the Lord has had me talk more and more and more and more about faith. As it pertains to faith and what you are believing God for, it is incumbent among me to remind you that faith has nothing to do with the opinions of those in your environment. So please don't allow what people think or how they feel hinder you from trusting God. You need the miracle. You need 
the blessing. And there are things that happen in life, occurrences, reasonings in life, that have nothing to do with what people think, how much money they have, where they live. It just happens. It is what it is, as they say out there. There are just things, no matter what you're trying to do, you can't do anything about. For instance, if we were having a discussion about the laws of gravity, hallelujah, doesn't matter how high it is or where you are, if you let go of it, it will fall to the ground. Faith also is something that should have nothing to do, as forestated, with what's going on or what's happening or how people feel if you allow what they say or how they feel to get mixed up with who and what you're trusting God for then it will mess you up it can hinder you from receiving it really can some of you don't have it now because you let someone talk you out of your faith you let you let the way they looked at you push you away from the altar. Sometimes you run into people that have what the Bible calls weak faith. I'll read it for you in the book of Romans chapter 14, verse number 1. It says, him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. What Paul is saying is you're going to run into folks that really have weak faith, but don't waste your time holding a long conversation with them. Don't even bother arguing with them about what you are trusting God to do in your life. Don't quarrel over it. If they don't believe God can do it for you, leave them alone. If they don't want to believe God can heal it, hallelujah, leave them alone. It's what I need from God. Lift your hands if you need something. Say, I need a blessing from him. Yes. And remember, we've been talking about it for a while. It's not found in what we see. It is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that are not seen. Paul would say further, we walk by faith, not by sight. And you heard earlier this year also that it is faith that we use to negotiate with God in order to receive those impossible things, those undeserved things. I'm trusting him to do it. He's the only one that can do it. The only one. And we've talked about the fact that is the testing, the trials, the situation that does two things. It'll either prove or improve. Proving because you'll discover that there are some among us who are not walking by faith at all. They're trying to do it in their own strength. You can't do it in your own strength. You can't loose yourself. You can't heal yourself. And... The situation also comes to improve because the Bible indicates and speaks sometimes emphatically so that he brings us from faith to faith. I trust him more now than I did when this thing first started because of what he's brought me through. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I trust him more 
now. If that's you, just look down your room and say, I trust him more now. Because of what he's brought me through. Because of the things he's brought me out of. I say, like many who are trusting in God, say, I didn't think I would make it this far. But here I am. Raise your hand and say, but here I am. And I understand because we've been told, we've been taught, we've been shown that there always comes a time, always, where your faith will be tested. I don't care what level you're on, you're going to be tested. I don't care how many tongues you speak in, how many membership cards you own. And some of y'all belong to more than one church. I don't care how many pastors you have. Your taste, I should say your faith, will be tested. The scripture text here, the gospel according to St. Mark, was written in the early 60s within the first century dealing with that first century church. And during this time in the church's history, many of the saints were being persecuted. And when I say persecuted, I'm going beyond the he said and the she said. I'm not talking about somebody was talking behind their back. They were losing their lives because they would not give up the name of Jesus. Those that professed to be born again, they were being tortured. They were being put to death. The Roman emperor Nero was putting them up at night on poles and setting them on fire, having them eaten alive by ferocious animals. And in the midst of this history, in the midst of this, we're told that they were singing songs and praising God. You mean to tell me the heat of the flame didn't stop them from saying, Lord, I love you? You mean to tell me that even while the flesh was being torn from their body, it did not stop them from singing praises unto their God. It bothered the enemies. The Romans were astonished. We're doing all of this to them and they're singing songs. In the midst of screams, yes, they would hear, Lord, I love you. In the midst of all that was going on, they would hear songs sung by the people of God. Now, according to the history that goes beyond this text, both Peter and Paul had already been executed. As one of the leaders of the church, it was John Mark who was approached, and he was approached by the Holy Ghost to write this gospel as a prophetic anticipation or pastoral response to this time of persecution a word was to be written they're going through they're being tortured they're being abused so i want you to write a book and his intention was to strengthen their foundations of faith these were roman believers these were saints that were being held captive in rome but they still had their song those who were still alive singing in prison, singing with stocks and chains, singing praises unto their God. And he's writing to them. And he writes to tell of the humility of Jesus Christ, his ministry, his servanthood. And there were some who would say, how could that encourage them 
They're already going through and you're reminding them that Jesus died and rose again for their justification. Well, there's victory in the gospel. There's no defeat in the gospel. There, there is no despondency in the gospel because he lives, I can live also. Because he has placed all things under his feet, no matter what we go through, we are already declared victorious. Now you have to be spiritual to understand what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. You have to be spiritual for somebody to tell you in the midst of your pain, remember the sufferings of Christ. Tell you in the midst of your own sickness, remember Hallelujah. That he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So he writes the book. He continues the flow of the Gospels, and he tells them about Jesus Christ. He's the one. Hallelujah. I know you're going through, but remember Christ. I know. There are things happening in your life, but remember Jesus. Look down your row and say, but remember Jesus. He writes his gospel and he does not get mixed up in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. He simply says, here begins the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he writes what many commentators declare as being the gospel of action. He he emphasizes more about what Jesus did rather than what Jesus said. Wanted them to know that he was not just a talker. He didn't just run his mouth, but he was able to do everything he said he could do. He was the one. If you needed deliverance, go to Jesus. If you needed healing, go to Jesus. You needed peace of mind, go to Jesus. If you needed a miracle in your life, go to Jesus. Hallelujah. There are a whole lot of people in this room that can concur with that I needed him and I went to Jesus. I needed a blessing in my life and I went to Jesus. There is an, also a deeper testimony within this because there are also some of us in this room that couldn't get to Jesus. So he had to come to us. Hallelujah. I was not included in the group and he had to find me where I was. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, if it was left up to certain people in your environment, you would have never found Jesus. And he knew that, so he came to where you were. Hallelujah. That's what I love so much about this God that I serve. I was lost. You may as well tell the truth. You were lost. Anybody in here beside me, you were lost. And he found me. And I know we like to sing songs that say when I found Jesus, but it ain't the truth. He didn't, hallelujah, I didn't find him, but he found me. I was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. 
Here, the scripture text that I read, it follows a lengthy dissertation on what makes a person clean or unclean. And I say it this way because this was the argument going on in the church during this time. And to tell the truth, that argument is still going on today. They were arguing, bickering back and forth. Some were upset because Jesus was dealing with people that nobody else wanted to deal with. You know how some folks are in church. They feel like they have a monopoly on God. Hallelujah. So here in the midst of this argument, hallelujah, people who were not supposed to be healed were getting healed. And people who were not supposed to be delivered were getting delivered. Hallelujah. And this bothered the elders of the church, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were having a fit about the ministry of Jesus Christ because he was breaking all the rules and he was throwing their traditions out of the window. I need to say something about tradition right here because we are not supposed to follow the traditions of man, but we are supposed to follow what is in the word of God. And I know the Bible says that we should follow good tradition and if we're going to have traditions it should be based on the word of God hallelujah one thing that Jesus uncovered was many of their traditions had nothing to do with the word of God I know some folks might tighten up on me when I say that because some of y'all live and die according to tradition hallelujah and you have done nothing according to the word of God. Tradition will make you say things God did not say. And tradition will make you make up rules that, that you can't find in the word of God. They were wrapped in tradition and ceremonialism. So much so until they felt like they should declare who was clean and unclean. Not according to the word, but according to their opinions. Hallelujah. God said to the Jew first, but because of their tradition, they treated people as if to say, we're the only ones that can receive this blessing. Look at somebody say, that ain't true. No. So uh, it was a mess. This is why when Jesus looked them in the face on one occasion, he said, you're nothing but, uh, hallelujah, empty sepulchers. You, you've got your robes on and uh, you've got your hats on and uh, you know where to sit in the temple, but uh, there is no power in you. You're, you're quoting rules, but that's not my word. You're quoting tradition, but that's not my word. 
There is no power in the color that you wear. There is no power in where you sit in the building. There's no power there. There's no power there. Hallelujah. If you're going to walk in power, it's got to be according to my word. And they had the audacity to question his miracles. And they would question him because he would do it on the Sabbath day and they would question him because he would do it for people that had bad reputations or they were dirty according to societal regulation they, they were unclean and because they were unclean we wouldn't let them in the church and Jesus wanted to know well if they're messy where else should they come except my house they can't get clean out there hallelujah didn't I say in my word hallelujah though your robes be as scarlet I can wash it whiter than snow you, you have taken my word and twisted it to fit your flesh and you want everyone to look at you but this is my house you want everybody to hear you but this is my house and it got so bad until he had to leave the synagogue and go out on the corner and deal with those undealable folk and speak to those folk that other people wouldn't speak to and it started an uproar hallelujah so here we have in this discourse Jesus is breaking yet another rule and not only did he deal with folks hallelujah that was looked negatively upon but he would go places that tradition said he had no business going into I'm glad that he was willing to break rules to make sure I got what I needed from him I'm, I'm glad that he didn't listen to the opinions of others as it pertained to what I needed from him look at somebody say he did it for me anyway Hallelujah, because what some of you don't know was the accuser went to God and said, don't do it for her. She don't deserve it. Don't, don't bless him. You know what he did. Hallelujah, and that is one time, the only time the devil tells the truth is when he talks about where you came from and what you did as if to make God change his mind about what he's going to do in your life and all you really need to do is say yes I did it I said it I was there but I realized that I needed something from God hallelujah I had faith I looked down at somebody say I had faith 
nothing. Hallelujah. So he's kicking tradition down the street. He's, he's getting rid of their ceremonialism because ain't no joy in your rule. There's no deliverance in that tradition. There, there's no power. Hallelujah. And what you are talking about, it's not by power nor by might, but it's by my spirit. Save the Lord. Some folks know all the rules, but they don't know Jesus. Some folks know the discipline book, but you don't know Jesus. And while you're quoting the book, I'm reaching for his power. While you're quoting the rule, I'll be somewhere getting my deliverance because I know my redeemer liveth and I know where my blessing comes from Jesus breaks the rules lift your hands and say Jesus broke the rules that's what grace was all about he did things for people that did not deserve it and the law said I should die but he stepped up in grace and said let her live hallelujah the law said I should still be on the outside but grace said let him in hallelujah thank God I thank God it ain't up to you I thank God it ain't got nothing to do with how you felt you may have seen me do it but he forgave me and brought me in his house lift your hands and shout thank you Lord so Mark writes this he writes his account of the gospel and he brings us to the story of this Canaanite woman he goes to Tyre and Sidon a forbidden place for a Jew to go into he had no business there hallelujah and when he gets there, there this Canaanite woman who hears that Jesus is in town now there was a history here. Hallelujah. And as it relates to tradition, Jesus had to deal with history as well. He had to wrestle with people's arguments. You know, because you're mad at her, you don't want God to do nothing for her. Because something happened 20 years ago, you don't want her to get delivered. And when God starts doing something for her, you get an attitude when you should be thanking God that he's doing it for her because if he can do it for her he, he can do it but there was a history here and I, I need to deal with some of y'all historical folks always quoting what happened 20 years ago and so when God wants to do something new you get an attitude some of you can't even praise God behind what he's doing new in somebody else's life baby you better get yourself together and get a blessing for yourself oh 
Oh, I wish I could preach this the way I feel it in my spirit. The Canaanites, they were feuding with Israel for years. Since the time of Joshua, they were bickering, they were fighting, they were nasty to each other. And Jesus has the audacity to go in that place. Hallelujah. And deal with this Canaanite woman. The nerve of him. The nerve of him. I'm so glad he's got nerve. I'm so glad he blessed me anyhow, anyway. I'm so glad because now this woman is on her knees begging Jesus to free her daughter from a demon. Hallelujah. I know the rules. I know what people are going to say. I know. I don't even go to your church. I'm not even a member of your church. But it ain't working where I've been worshiping. I've been worshiping Baal, but he hasn't answered. I've been praying to his statue. And the more I pray to Baal, the worse my daughter gets. But I heard about you, Lord. She calls him Lord. I heard that you can heal the sick. I heard that you can raise the dead. I heard hallelujah that you can cast demons out. And I, I don't care about the rules because the rules can't help me. But I know you can. And his response was, it is not right for me to take the children's bread and, and throw it to the dogs. Hallelujah. Now some of you would have seen this as an opportunity to tell somebody off. But there was something going on here that even the disciples did not recognize. She was looking beyond the rules. She had a need. She was looking beyond the timing or on the history I need a miracle in my life and when you give us a contrast between her attitude and those who were following Jesus all this time because there are people who claim to be in church I've been here for years but you still have issues with your faith I've sung in the choir for years I've been a member of refuge for years, yes, but you still have issues with your faith. You believe him for this, but you won't believe him for that. And the disciples still were having issues with their faith. They, they were showing fear and anxiety. But this woman's faith seemed to be more greater than those that were following him for years. Years. So she does not rebuke him. She she comes three ways. She comes in wisdom. She comes persevering. And she comes in faith. When you come to God, you gotta drop your attitude. When you need a miracle from God, you can't come to him in your feelings. When you come to God, you get 
get caught up in what they said you gotta say Lord I need it I, hallelujah I know that uh, what people are saying but I, I know you're greater than my pain and uh, you gotta show some common sense when you come to God I, I need you every hour I, I need you I, I don't have time to get caught up in that all I know is that I need a breakthrough in my life so she couldn't give up she couldn't let go yes I know that's the rule hallelujah but she answers back in faith and says yes that's true hallelujah because of this she doesn't bother to ask Jesus to come to her house she doesn't ask him to do anything else except what she needs from him and she says true Lord but even the dogs get to eat the crumbs from the master's table now I don't want you to miss the message here because sometimes we get so wrapped up in the miracle until we miss the message yes I need a miracle but the message is even greater than the miracle hallelujah some of y'all miss that but look down your row and tell somebody I don't want you to miss the message this is the message he, he has no respect of person what he's done for others he'll do for you that's that's the message if he can heal that he can heal this if he can move that he can move this that's the message honey before I even get the miracle I'm dancing off the message even before I testify that he's a healer I'm dancing off the message my God can do anything oh God lift your hands and say it out of your mouth he can do anything hallelujah and this is what the Jews didn't understand hallelujah they, they were too wrapped up and who should be blessed and who should be delivered and they wanted to manage the power of God and tell God who he can bless hallelujah but I'm so glad that when it came to my life and when it came to your life 
He didn't listen to your enemy. He didn't listen to the self-righteous folk. He didn't listen to those who you had a history with. He looked beyond all of that. And he met your need. Hallelujah. So the Canaanite woman said, look, I'm not going to argue with you over who gets the crumb and who gets the loaf. I got the message. I heard somebody say, all I needed was faith. I had to believe that you were God and that you were a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. I got the message. Hallelujah. And because I got the message, I'm not going to leave here until I get my miracle. I need it. I don't care what they say. I need a move of God in my life. I don't care how they look at me. It ain't their pain. They don't know what I've had to deal with. Hallelujah. All I know is that you're able. And I need a miracle in my life. And whatever you fed them in the loaf, I'll be satisfied with the crumb. Because faith is faith. You either believe God or you don't believe him at all. How many of you trust him? Scream down your row and say, I believe. I believe. I believe. Hallelujah. If you believe, raise your hand. I feel a miracle getting ready to happen in somebody's life. How many of you believe? You really believe? Raise your hand. I feel healing in the atmosphere. I hear the Holy Ghost say, tell them I'm getting ready to do it. I'm going to move it. I'm going to heal it. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I feel this in my spirit. I know we can't touch neighbors, but lay your hand on yourself and tell yourself whatever was in the loaf, was in the crumbs, I can still get my miracle. Hallelujah. And when you feel like that, it don't matter how long the prayer line is, it's still my turn. It don't matter how, how many people got it before I got it, I'm still going to get it. Say yeah. Say yeah. 
It don't matter where I sit in the church. I, I can still get a miracle. I, it don't matter what my last name is. Or how long I've been in the church. I, it don't matter what my position is. I, I need a miracle. I need a touch. I, I need a breakthrough. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. There's one more thing I need to bring to you. Because there's another image here. It ain't just about bread. It ain't just about a demon being cast out. It's a metaphor of Christianity. God fed the Jews with truth. And when they couldn't take it no more, they hung him on the cross. They put nails in his hands. They put nails in his feet. They pierced him in his side. But they didn't, they didn't understand. They did everything that had to be done. Because had there been no shedding of blood, there'd be no remission of sin. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He didn't just die for them. He didn't just die for you. But he died for me too. Yes, he did. Tell somebody on your row. He died for me too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's why Paul said, Is he only the God of the Jews? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, he's my God too. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sinful way. And rising, he justified, freed me forever. And one day, he's coming back. On that glorious day, say yeah, say yeah, scream at somebody and tell your neighbor, call me a dog if you want to, but I heard every dog has his day. I came to Jesus as I was. I was filthy. I was worn. I was sad. But he washed me. He healed me. He delivered me. Say yeah. 
Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't leave me out. He didn't leave me out. He didn't leave me out. Every time I say it, I get joy in my bosom. Scream down your road and testify. I say, he didn't leave me out. He didn't leave me out of the plan. That's why I'm here. He didn't throw me away. That's why I'm here. He didn't kick me down the street. That's why I'm here. And I'm going to praise him. I'm going to give him glory. I'm going to wave my hand. Because you don't know. Like I know. You ain't got to beg me to give him praise. Because when I, when I, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, you ain't got to beg me to tell him thank you. You ain't got to beg me to say, Lord, I love you. You ain't got to beg me to lift up my hands and praise him. He's worthy. I was lost. He brought me in. I was dirty. He washed me up. I was in sin. He saved me. I gotta praise him. I gotta praise him. I gotta praise him. message that Jesus brought through the Gospels was all inclusive. He showed that there were no respectable persons. He, he honored faith when others were only concerned with pedigree, position, and social status. He honored faith when others were only concerned with how much power they had in the building, he honored faith. Because Jesus discovered there, some of y'all been in church for years and you still are confused as it relates to faith. Hallelujah. Those who were happy to receive the crumbs under the table according to scripture, will find themselves at the wedding feast of the Lamb. <laughs> Revelation 19, and I'm closing out here. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering saying hallelujah. 
For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he said unto me, Right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Here is John writing concerning the marriage feast. But if you tie this in with the parable that talks about the marriage feast, he invited his own first, and they refused. So he stepped out of the Jewish nation and invited Gentiles. <laughs> she had a revelation that many of them had not received yet, and they were traveling with him now for about three years. And she said, yes, Lord, everything you said is true, but even the dogs get to eat the crumbs from their master's table. Lift your hands. Whatever you need from him, it takes faith. Whatever your desire, whatever the miracle is you need, including the miracle of salvation, it takes faith. He has no respecter of person. If he did, most of us would be in trouble. It was based upon finance, most of us would be in trouble. If it was based upon what side of the tracks you were born, most of us would be in trouble. So he says, I'll use faith as the key to unlock the door to your miracle. What do you need from him today? What is the situation in your life? She came in wisdom. She called him Lord. She gave him reverence. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. She persevered. She did not let his response keep her from persevering in prayer. I need this miracle. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to trust him. And she came in faith. If he doesn't do it, it cannot be done. He doesn't open the door. The door cannot be opened. I trust him. He says your faith, because of your faith, because of what you said, because of your response, your daughter is clean. And the story closes and said, when she got back home, she found the devil gone. And the wording of the text lets me know that she looked. She looked everywhere. Nothing was turned over. Everything was peaceful. And her daughter was sitting up on the bed. I have enough faith to believe that when the Lord finishes dealing with your situation, He's going to make it look like nothing ever happened. Hishamu. Who am I talking to in here? When he's through dealing with that situation, 
it's going to look like it never happened. Everything's going to be in order. Everything's going to be cleaned up. Everything's going to be shining like brand new. Lift your hands and just say, Lord, I thank you. Father, I thank you for your word. Pray that you take the seed that has been planted and bring forth harvest in Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody in the house, put those hands together. Bless you. I want to minister to those of you who have connected with us via live stream. Some of you are sitting in your homes, sitting in your automobiles. You may be in the office, but you have connected with us on today. If you have a special need of prayer, put your name in the comment section so we can establish an electronic prayer line. We'll wait on you. Whatever you need, he's able to supply. And if there's someone in your family, someone close to you that needs a blessing, put their name there. Even tag them and tell them that Greater Refuge Temple in Washington, D.C., they're getting ready to pray for you. Gail Matthews and family, we're praying for you. Joseph Brown, Latanya Davis Bennett, Paula Graham, we're praying for you. Gary Thelma Richardson, Barry Bolden, we're praying for you. Linda Perry, we're praying for you. Bridget Walker, we're praying for you. The Farris Coxum family, the Walker family, the Moody family, we're praying for you. And the names are still coming in. We're getting ready to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. With these names that are scrolling in this electronic prayer line, you know their needs, you know what they're going through, you know the situation. We're calling on your name because your name is a strong tower. And you are the healer, you are the burden bearer. Whatever we need, we can find in you. We're asking now that you would step into that room, sit in that car, walk through that office and touch your daughter touch your son work a miracle in their life we ask we touch and agree and we count it done in Jesus name everybody say it with me in Jesus name put your hands together give the Lord some praise oh you can do better than that give him some praise give him some praise Those of you who are in the temple, the altar is ready. Come. The day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. The anointing is still flowing in this place. Whatever you need from him, he's able. He is able. Come. You want to be baptized into that wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Come.
Praise the Lord. It's Pastor Fields here. And I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience. And we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. The Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ it was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in was built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free. And we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, Shalom, shalom.